With my deepest gratitude, thank you for listening today. Thank you for being here with me and the incredible souls that I'm honored to have these expansive conversations with. I pray you remember your divinity. I pray you know that you're here for a big mission. I pray you realize your gifts are a gift to this world and that you just being you is enough. I pray you know you are worthy of everything you deeply desire and that the higher realms and the magical, mystical forces all around you are guiding you. Allow them to. Trust yourself. You have a spark of the divine in you. Act accordingly. Welcome to October. <laughs> October. Mm, last stretch of the year. And we are ready. I took a little break from podcasting in the summer, July, August, September. Had a couple episodes here and there, but I <laughs> definitely needed a break. So I appreciate all of you and your patience. And I'm so grateful for whoever is listening right now. I am stirring my evening beverage. So I am recording this at night. There's a candle going. I have my golden milk here and I am feeling so good and so inspired to talk about this. I can feel spirit ready to channel through me. And I want to invite you back into the House of Low podcast. I want to invite you back into this sanctuary that I have created and continue to cultivate with you. It's you and me here. I know many of you feel safe here because we talk about the things that are not talked about enough in our culture, the true inner workings of the human experience and the journey we all go through inside of our lives, inside of our bodies, inside of our hearts, that many of us feel isolated in. Many of us feel afraid to share the true journey we're on. And I vow to always show up as purely and as real as I possibly can. And so I show up for you now and I show up for myself now in this space. We're going to be recording two episodes a month for now. And my intention is, is to create a very deep sacred space between me and you. This conversation is about the darkness. I am no longer afraid of the dark. I am no longer afraid of darkness. I am no longer afraid to go into the depths of myself and experience what I must and face what I know in order to transcend that darkness, the darkness that lives in me and the darkness that is in the world. We are here on earth to have an experience that is pure duality, that allows us to be immersed in the spectrum of light and dark, the spectrum of positive and negative, if you will. And 
you know, our mind judges everything and our mind judges us the most. We're, I've always seen that the source of human pain is the war we have within, the war with ourselves that then, of course, can manifest outwardly towards other people. And that's what has caused so much of the darkness in our world. And it's why so many of us are here to bring healing to that darkness. There's a lot of schools of thought on this, and I respect and honor everyone's perspective, but this perspective is mine based on what I've lived. You know, I've shared a lot about what I've gone through. I've shared a lot about my experience and what I've truly lived, but there's still so much more to go. There's still so much depth that I'm here to bring forward through my own experience, through creating with others and having those conversations. And I, I've been holding back a lot in the past, um, not for lack of, you know, or fear of, of being truthful or transparent. I've always been so transparent, but I've definitely been holding back the more intense, darker experiences that I've lived through for fear of really guilt. You know, there's that old Catholic way, which is, you know, um, someone is always going through something worse. And the challenge with that narrative is it actually does nothing for healing. It does nothing to help us actually look at our experiences and look at our pain and heal it. What it does is it, it it gives us this permission slip to bypass ourselves. Oh, someone's going through something way worse. Well, everything is on a spectrum, right? We don't really know. I mean, who's to say what's worse and what's not worse, right? In terms of what everyone lives through, there's different perspectives on that. And it's very subjective, but I want us to immerse ourselves in the darkness for a minute. I want us to honor our own darkness. We all have light and dark inside of us. And what I want to explore today is what I have lived the last few years, but in particular, the last few months. I am not afraid of the darkness anymore. I am not afraid of my own fears anymore. I am not afraid of death. I never have been afraid of death, in fact, because I know I am an eternal being. I know that it is this form that is temporary and my soul is eternal. My soul comes from the eternal creator. And I've always known that consciously, you know, mentally in my mind, but to feel it, to be embodied in that knowing in my physical body is a whole different thing. It's a whole different experience. We are living through constant death in our own lives. 
mixed with the fact that we're witnessing so many people around us go through their own phases of death, right? There are layers of ourselves that we are shedding. There are internal battles and emotions that we buried that are rushing to the surface on a regular basis. We all are faced with having to detach from who we think we are, who we think we're supposed to be, what everyone thinks we are, what everyone expects us to be. And that is arguably one of the most painful aspects of being human. Being human is to live with attachment, right? Being human is to be emotional. And when we live in a vessel that can feel as deeply as we all can, that has emotions that can't be explained or logically understood, we are inevitably going to be attached to things, to people, to places, to our own identities, to our own personas, to our own characters we present to the world. In May of this year, I had a really powerful event. Um, my company, House of Low, had a really powerful event that was titled The Rebirth Party. And the theme that we talked about was death and rebirth. And I thought I had lived death before. <laughs> I thought I had been through a lot of dark, intense times, dark nights of the soul, absolute turmoil. And what actually happened was I had this incredible event that opened up such a portal for all of us that are on the spiritual path and that are living this life every day. And it actually was the precursor to me going through a next level death of my own, a next level cycle of darkness and pain and trauma and despair. There are many facets to what caused this, many years, in fact led to what I experienced the last few months. And what I can tell you is the level of love and respect I have for myself now, after what I have lived through, after what I have witnessed myself through, after what I have helped myself move through, is deeper than any love of myself I've ever had. When we are pushed to our absolute edge, when we are pushed off the edge of the cliff and we literally have no idea where we're going to land at the end and we're just free falling metaphorically in life, it is arguably the scariest experience a human can have. And in our modern times, Although we live in a world with a lot of physical turmoil and war still, so many battles that we're, we're living through these days are internal. You know, there is so much fakeness in the world currently. You know, in other times there were big issues, obviously, but we're living through a time that's very 
contrary to authenticity, yet authenticity seems to be the word of the day. And I think about the choices I've made, and I think about the things I've put my faith in, and I think about the things I've boldly said, and I'm proud of what I've done and what I've created so far. And I'm mostly proud that I have not fallen prey to the cycle of greed and fame and celebrity that our culture just is obsessed with. I'm very well aware that I have a personality that could go that route. You know, people are drawn to me. You know, I have a powerful voice. I'm a great speaker. I I have a lot of gifts and I'm very well aware of them. And what I am speaking on right now and speaking into existence so I can hold myself accountable is that I will never fall prey to the path of greed. I will always keep my ego in check. Even when I feel heartbroken by so many people around me or in my path that choose that path, instead of choosing love, I will never seek that path as a way to like spite the fact that it's hard on earth because we're witnessing people, I've witnessed people around me go that route. And the temptation of that path is so strong in our culture. But staying on the side of light while honoring our own internal darkness brings rewards that far outweigh any material or public success that we will have. So much of what I've experienced the past few months is my own internal bullshit coming to the surface. So ways that I've been hiding, like really hiding. You know, I had a party with a lot of people and it was incredible, but that's the tip of the iceberg for me. I have a long way to go to really not hide. It's such a strong temptation for me because I feel so out of place in our culture. So many people feel this way, but I feel so misunderstood and I've always felt that way. I feel that my power is too much for a lot of people. And so I try to stay like delicate and small and kind and, you know, but I have this power within me that is literally bursting out of my body to come to the surface. And I haven't figured that out yet. I haven't figured out how to really harness that power and be okay with it while staying anchored in the light. In a, in a lot of ways, I'm afraid of my own power. I always have since I was young. And a lot of people live with this. And I want to speak on this because it's very complicated where this fear comes from. Some of it comes from past lives. Some of it comes from lives we lived that were traumatic, where we were either ridiculed, killed, or cast out from society for our power. A lot of my power comes from my being, my physical vessel, my voice, like the physical human stuff, but the 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 depth of my power comes from my intuitive connection to God, my intuitive connection to every single thing around me. I can walk into a room and know how every single person is feeling. I can feel energy that cannot be understood, that cannot be seen. I can feel what's not being said. 
I can feel other people's pain and emotions, especially the ones they'll never talk about. And to walk through life with all of that, what I have made the mistake of doing is holding other people's pain and trying to carry their burdens to help them along. But it doesn't work that way. And on top of that, I have been seeking resolution in things that happened with people that aren't capable of that kind of resolution. They're not capable of meeting me where I'm at. And I've had to really let them go. And sorry, I'm just getting a little emotional, which is good. Um, One of the most painful things we can live through is to love someone and have to let them go, have to let them go their own way and to honor the path that they're on and the choices they've made and the lessons they're here to learn. And um, I never would have thought I'd be, I'd have lived what I've lived, which, you know, I can't share everything about it, but what I have lived may never see the light of day, but it has taught me that true heartbreak is essential in the human experience to evolve our soul. Because when we meet ourselves in that space of real heartbreak, gut-wrenching heartbreak, that literally feels like it can break us in half, that's when we meet who we really are. That's when we see who we're really made of. That's when we see God. That's when we meet God. And there is a cycle in life that feels continuous, which is we're constantly having to let go. It's this cycle of discovering new things, having new experiences, meeting new people, cultivating relationships, and then seasons change, cycles end, and sometimes things carry on with us to the next season and next cycle. And sometimes those people, those experiences, we have to leave behind. And often in those moments, it feels really heartbreaking because we really don't know where we're going to go from there. And what I've experienced is the things and people that I've become, that I became very attached to, the hope I carried inside of my heart that things would work out and come to a powerful resolution, if you will. Um, it was really another way, another layer of me hiding. I really want to emphasize to you, and I, and I hope some of this is resonating. I want this podcast to feel like a conversation we're having over coffee or 
golden milk or wine or whatever. I, I have never really given myself the platform to speak for real. It's been bits and pieces, but I am here to share my heart and to share my experiences with the world. That is what my soul wants to do. It's what my soul came to earth for. And many of you listening, I know your soul came to earth for you to do the same thing. And I know it's fucking hard. I know it's scary. But that's how we teach. We are all here to teach what we live. It's that simple. When I reflect on how I've made it through these endings, and this past dark night of the soul I had, the darkest of the dark nights I've ever had. When I really reflect on how I did it, how I've made it through, how I've come out into a beautiful new cycle, I don't have the exact answer. I'm not 100% sure. The only thing I can say is it is God, it is source, it is spirit, it is the divine who brings me through. That is it. It is the forces that are unseen, my angels, my guides, my ancestors, that bring me through. Because when we're human, we are pushed to levels where we're just like, so we feel so disconnected from ourselves so disconnected from these bodies that are intense to live in we feel disconnected from the world we come to that space a true dark night of the soul is asking ourselves what am i doing here why am i here that is a true dark night of the soul most people live this alone in hidden away and some people don't even make it through you know and that's why it's important that myself and as many of us as possible talk about this part of the journey. I would argue everyone's on the spiritual path. I think I used to think some people chose that. There are facets to the spiritual path, but at this time on earth, as earth is raising rapidly in vibration, everyone's on the spiritual path. Everyone is having next level experiences that cannot be explained with logic everyone is being pushed to heal cycles of ancestral trauma so many of us um in my generation and the generations coming in are healing centuries of ancestral trauma and we're carrying that in our physical bodies some of our pain we can't even put words to and we can't even tie it to an experience we've had and that's been one of the things I've, I've, it's really helped me understand some of what I feel that I can't explain. I've had many conversations with people that have the same experience. We carry the pain of our ancestors in our bones. We carry pain from past lives that our soul lived just because we live, you know, a lifetime doesn't mean everything gets resolved in that lifetime. That is the concept of karma. Karma is just unfinished lessons. And so when we come back, a lot of times we have things that are unfinished lessons. We didn't learn fully and we're going to, the pattern repeats. And then we have to meet people that we were in other lives before and they help us learn the lessons. Right. So 
karma is just unfinished lessons. That's it. You know, everything here is about lessons, everything. And when I think about what's helped me through these, these periods, especially this last one, it is truly knowing, knowing, not believing, not thinking, knowing I am a soul. I am an eternal spiritual being, a fractal of the divine source, God creator, having a temporary human experience in this vessel that will live 70 to 90 years. That's it. If we don't believe that, if we don't truly know that embodied in our physical body, we won't make it through this time on earth. This time on earth is going to push all of us to levels we have never seen. I can remember, you know, a little bit in other lives, I was afraid of this kind of healing. And I, I think I stopped myself from doing this kind of healing. And so my soul, of course, was like, nope, you're coming back and you're going to do this healing. And here I am. And again, like I mentioned, some of the healing we're going through is not just things we've lived in this lifetime, right? The experiences we've, we've had in this lifetime are helping us hit those you know, trigger points, if you will. Uh, they're, they're bringing the patterns to the surface. But some of it ha- is from other lives. Some of it is from our ancestral line. So when we really embody the eternal nature of our very being, when we really understand what it means to be a soul, what a soul even is, right? It's a spectrum of light. It's A soul is a light being. That's what it is. And that's what powers this body. The organs in our body, everything is powered by the light of our soul that is in our body incarnated. That's the definition of incarnation. The soul incarnates in a physical form, okay? And so when you hear your heartbeat, when you get nervous, when you feel emotions, just know that whole beautiful dance that's happening in our physical body, the incredible machine that our body is, the incredible vessel that can do and feel and think and create things that are magical, it is your soul powering that whole experience, every facet of it. Without our soul, our body dies. Our body transcends, our body dissolves. It's just what it is. And I really want to emphasize, we've got to look at our relationship with death Of course, physical death actually transcending out of the body, like I just mentioned, but death is every day. There's cycles of it constantly, micro moments of, oh, wow, I have to let that go or, oh, wow, that person changed. Whoa, it just hit me in that conversation. They're not really who they used to be. And I got to be okay with that, right? Or, wow, I physically feel different. Wow, I don't even like the things I once liked. I don't even like the things my friend likes. And now how is our relationship going to be like? Because I've changed so much. How are we going to create and maintain and expand our friendship? This is what we all live every day. I don't feel, you know, I'm I'm using, I'm just giving examples here. I don't feel connected to the work I'm doing anymore. Uh Uh-oh. Like these things, people wake up and these things hit them. 
like a brick wall, right? And what happens is we either meet that moment, meet that thing that wants to be released, meet that piece of information that's coming to our conscious mind to the surface and telling us something to look at that maybe wants to be let go of. And we either look at it or we bury it. And then it manifests later into bigger problems. <laughs> so it is not only this you know, fun little spiritual thing to say, we have to be okay with the death phases in life. We have to be okay with letting go. We have to be okay with meeting our darkness. We have to be okay with going internally and really facing our pain, even if we don't know where it came from, even if we can't make sense of it. It is actually essential to our vitality, well-being, to the abundance we can call in, and to the relationships we can really create here on earth. It's not really a non-negotiable. And what I have lived the last few months is really evaluating my relationship with all of this. And I've come through it. Somehow I've come through it. I've actually been so surprised at how fast I bounced back. And I, I wasn't even forcing myself to. I was sitting in the shit every day sitting in the pain, sitting in the emotions, in the turmoil, in the despair, in the how did I get here, right? The regret. My number one fear was always regret. And I now I've lived it. And I see that regret is just another conscious mind filter our mind puts our experiences through. Regret is just one perspective. Like, if I choose to make my story regret, then that's my story. But is it really regret? Or is that just my mind attaching to how I reacted to something in the past when I could have zero idea how to operate differently based on where I was at? This is the source of so much of our pain. We regret things because we're using our current mind, our current learnings, and applying it to the past when those things brought us here. It's impossible, right? So, you know, I I want to emphasize to you that if you want to be liberated, if you want to feel free, you must evaluate and face your relationship with your own darkness, with the darkness, with death. And it is important that you really honor the parts of you that want to be released the experiences you had that no longer want to hold space in your physical vessel, in your energy field. They want to be released so you can be free. There's a term that I love deeply, which is this notion of sovereignty. What does that mean? Right? Sovereign, the definition is a place, a being, a thing that is in full control of itself, essentially, right? I'm not reading the definition, but that's essentially what it is. You know, I have autonomy over me, my vessel. This is what the earth is asking us all to anchor to. This is related to groups of people. It's related to individuals. It's related to places, to parts of the earth that need deep healing. 
sovereignty is about truly being embodied in your individual soul frequency, in your gifts, your expression, right? (laughs) I've been reading and studying this way of being for years. And none of that really helped. What helped is what I just lived through. (laughs) And now I get it. I get what true sovereignty is. Sovereignty is the deepest experience of freedom we can have in the human body. Sovereignty is the deepest experience we can have of freedom in the human body. What I mean by that is you will never be free if you don't break free. I can never be free if I don't detach from every single thing that I've attached to. And even before that, evaluating my relationships with what I'm attached to. And then most importantly, evaluating my relationship with myself. This is what we're here to do. Because the earth, Mother Earth, is truly rising so high in frequency and vibration as a sovereign planet. Like the frequency of sovereignty is anchoring deep into the earth now. And that is why so many of the lower frequencies are falling away on earth as earth rises in vibration, which is bringing the light, which is going to make life here so much better, basically. Part of our role is to achieve and work towards our own personal sovereignty so we can honor the sovereignty of everyone around us and therefore anchor the frequency of sovereignty into the planet's grid, into Earth's energy field. All you have to do (laughs) to simplify it, I'm not the only expert in the world, but here's what I recommend. You have to meet your darkness. You have to meet the things that you're afraid to talk about. You have to look at your pain. You have to feel it. You have to release it from your body. You have to really evaluate what and who you're attached to. You have to evaluate what you're trying to control, what you're trying to force, and where you're not trusting in the divine source, God creator, of which you are made of. The pain on earth comes from the illusion of separation from our creator. Because we come here and we forget and then we we have to remember. It's just part of it. I don't know why it's like that here. Nobody really knows. It's, It's complicated. Why? That is changing though. And that's why when people talk about oneness, that's what they mean. Because if everyone really knew and trusted and remembered fully, that we were we are all made from the same source that we all come from the creator the one god right we would operate and live very differently here that's what we're being asked to create 
That is what I'm here to do. And so I leave you with this. What are you really afraid of? What part of your pain is holding you hostage? Who are you attached to that is defining your own self-worth? What are you really afraid of? And when you get to the core of that, you will be able to transmute it. You will see it is nothing more than an illusion. And then you will be free. That is my prayer for you. Look at yourself in the mirror. Face who you are. Love who you are all the facets of you, including your own darkness. And only then will you be free. Thank you for listening to this. It truly means the world to me. I love you. With my deepest gratitude, thank you for listening today. Thank you for being here with me and the incredible souls that I'm honored to have these expansive conversations with. I pray you remember your divinity. I pray you know that you're here for a big mission. I pray you realize your gifts are a gift to this world and that you just being you is enough. I pray you know you are worthy of everything you deeply desire and that the higher realms and the magical, mystical forces all around you are guiding you. Allow them to. Trust yourself. You have a spark of the divine in you. Act accordingly.